everybody. Welcome back to Land Grant Holy Land's Bucketheads podcast, episode four. We are the only basketball-specific podcast here in the Land Grant Holy Land family of podcasts, keeping you up to date on the happenings and shenanigans of college basketball world and beyond. My name is Connor Lamans. I'm here with the lovely Justin Golba. Justin, how excited are you to crack open the TBT bracket today? Um, finally put your name on the line with some of these picks. Yeah, I'm super excited, Connor. This is TBT is truly one of my favorite things that uh, happens throughout the year. It's an awesome two to three weeks. So I'm, I'm very excited to to del- dive into the bracket and, you know, the game start on Friday. So we'll get going with it. We usually go once every two weeks, uh, but with TBT starting this weekend, we decided to interrupt your regularly scheduled programming um, and give one episode completely to the TBT bracket. Um, we're literally just going to sit here and fill out a TBT bracket for you guys. Um, we're going to try to give you some hints in your bracket. And by that, I mean not help you at all because half of these teams are new this year and we know nothing about them at all. So we'll see how that goes. And we're not just doing it for the fame. We're also doing it for some cryptocurrency and other prizes by entering the TBT bracket challenge. You are automatically giving yourself a chance to win one of three different cryptocurrencies. Uh, The first place winner of the bracket challenge wins one Bitcoin or its cash equivalent, which right now is hovering right around $32,000. Second place winner gets one Ethereum coin or its cash equivalent, which is going for about $1,900. And third place winner wins one Dogecoin or its cash equivalent, which is roughly 20 cents. So there's a big gap there, but nevertheless, money is money. In addition to the TBT bracket challenge, you can also win prizes from yours truly as Land Grant Holy Land is hosting their own TBT challenge, just like March Madness as well. The winner of our bracket challenge gets a Carmen's Crew t-shirt, which are fantastic and a pair of Puma tennis shoes. So all you need to do is go to the bracket.thetournament.com, sign up for free, and choose Carmen's Crew as your favorite team. You will automatically be added to our bracket group once you do that. And then from there, you just have to make your picks before Friday at 1 p.m. Eastern time when the games tip off. Yeah, so just get your picks in before it all starts. Um, like you said, you just choose Carmen's Crew. That's what I just did a few minutes ago. When you choose Carmen's Crew, I guess it just drops you into our bracket challenge. I don't know... Uh, what kind of under-the-table deal we did with TBT um, to make it so that all the Ohio State fans just automatically get dropped in our challenge. But hey, um, good for us. Pat on the back for us. Um, today, we're just going to make our picks. We're literally not going to talk about anything else, just TBT. Um, maybe we'll find a way to like share our, our brackets on Twitter or something later. I don't know. But instead of beating around the bush, um, let's just, just get right to it. So if you guys are following along, if you go to bracket.thetournament.com, that's how you get to the bracket. That's where we are. You have to sign up, um, make an account for free, and then you get to the bracket. Um, we talked about this a few minutes ago. We're going to start with the top left, which is um, the Everline Drive, NG Saints, their region. It doesn't say on the bracket which city they're in, so forgive me. Oh, it's Wichita. We'll start with the Wichita region. Wichita region. Um, I think we're just going to go game by game. I'm not going to take the 16-1 upset, so I will go ahead and I will pencil in Everline Drive for the first game. I don't know about you, but that seems pretty safe to me. Yes, that's definitely looking at NG Saints roster to Everline Drives. This might be one of the safest picks in the bracket. So, of course, I'll say that. Who knows what will happen, but I would take Everline Drive for sure. All right, and then if you want to do the second one, the Enchantment and and the Oklahoma State, you can go first with that because I need to look at their roster real quick. Uh, yeah, I took the Oklahoma State team. They're pretty similar roster-wise, but uh, with Oklahoma State, they do have some TBT experience. It's a loss, but it's experience nonetheless. And they added a, 
uh, well, they didn't add, but they have Markel Brown, who who was one of the better players last year in just that one game. So I think when you have those kind of players, they can up, up they can uphold the rest of the roster. Okay, okay, I, I trust you. I'll also go with uh, the Oklahoma State. That's the the Stillwater Stars. Also, uh, forgive me if you hear some clicking. We we are literally like on the computer filling this out. So if you hear a little clicking, I'm also filling out the bracket. Uh, the third one is Florida TNT versus the Kimichi Express. Um, those are, again, two teams that I'm not familiar with. So it looks like Florida TNT. Um, hmm, who plays for them? Do you know anything about them? Who, who's on Florida TNT? Is that like the Florida alumni team? Yes, Florida TNT is the Florida alumni team. They're actually a team that, to a lot of people, is standing out as a team that could um, maybe make some noise. They weren't able to get in last year. They played in 2019. But they have guys like Antonio Blakeney, uh, Chris Warren, Tristan Spurlock, Keith Clayton. All these guys have had some NBA experience. Um, Antonio Blakeney specifically, he's from LSU, and Chris Warren's from Mississippi. But these guys are NBA guys. So they're a team. Kenny Boynton, uh, people know him from Florida. Um, you know, this is a team that actually is pretty good. So I, I have them winning that game. Okay. Um, you have me sold. I'll go with the Florida TNT team as well. I think what I'm looking for with a lot of these smaller seeded teams, um, a lot like the March Madness, is if I see like one player on these small teams with like a big score that could single handedly maybe win these games, I'll go with them. But this Kamichi Express team, I don't see anybody on that roster that jumps out. So I'll, I'll go with you with the Florida TNT. Next one is the LA Cheaters versus Mental Toughness. Um, I think the LA Cheaters is that team that has a bunch of former NBA guys on it. If I'm not, if I'm not mistaken, they are the Drew League team. So yes. So for anybody who doesn't know, the Drew League is uh, kind of a it can showcase. It's just kind of an NBA little showcase thing they do in LA in the summer and stuff. Uh, but yeah, this this is a team made of guys that play in the Drew League: Derek Williams, Casper Ware, Michael Thompson. Um, this is again a, a pretty good team. And then the 13 seeds is mental toughness. Um, represents the JCK Foundation, a mental health advocacy organization. The roster includes Marcus Towns, who helped Loyola Chicago to their Final Four in 2018. All right, that's gonna be my first. That'll be my first upset. We'll go ahead. We'll we'll burn down the Drew League. We'll take the 13. I am taking the LA Cheaters to be Team Arkansas versus the Fort Worth Funk. Um, before I even get into it, the Arkansas team is super fun. So I'm gonna just go Arkansas right away without even looking at the other team because that's definitely a smart way to pick games. What about you? Yeah, Team Arkansas was the team. When we talked to Joey Lane last week on our podcast, he mentioned um, Jalen Barford is playing, who's maybe one of the better TBT players ever. Um, so that's always fun to have guys like that. Um, and, it's, and like you said, it, when you have a guy like that, it's hard to really go against them. Um, Dusty Hannes is playing. He played for Arkansas. Josh Hagens is an Arkansas Little Rock star. Uh, Jimmy Witt played for Arkansas. So this is Markel Crawford. So this is a really good team. I'm excited to watch. I have them winning. All right. So I'll put Arkansas there. And then uh, the next one is the three versus the 14 is Team Challenge ALS, which they've always been pretty good. And then We Are D3, which I'm pretty sure they've actually played in a couple of TBT tournaments. But the Challenge ALS team, they do have – they picked up Jerome Randall from Everline Drive last year. They picked up Justin Dentman, who was like the best player from the Purdue team last year. Um, I'm not sure who's in the D3 team, but that Challenge ALS team has some some studs, so I will go with them. 
yes, uh, you don't go against Justin or Jerome Randall in the TBT. So, pretty simple. Uh, the next one, the Omaha Blue Crew and what's the seven there? Purple and black something. Purple and black is the Kent's, uh, Kent, Kansas State uh, University alumni team. Hmm. Do you have any thoughts there on, on those teams? Because I don't. Uh, this was my first upset. Uh, maybe just a little bit of the the person who lived in Omaha for a year is coming out in me, but the Kansas State team didn't really jump out to me. Uh, Omaha Blue Crew, they have Admin Gilder, who people recognize from Texas A&M and Gonzaga. Um, Devereaux Biggs, who played for Nebraska. James Milliken, who was an absolute hooper at Creighton. Um, they have Justin Carter, who was, again, just a great player at Creighton. And um, Nick McGlynn, who, who was a star at Drake. So this is a team that kind of stands out to me as well and a team that that was my first upset. I have them winning that game. I'll go with the Blue Crew, too. Blue Crew. And then the last one is the Aftershock, so Wichita State versus X-Pats. Former Bucknell guard, Patriot year, Player of the Year, Zach Thomas is on the Patriot League team, but I'm sure that the Wichita State team probably has a bunch of firepower. Yeah, Ron Baker is the star of that team. New York Nick guard and Wichita State legend and hair legend. So I'm going with Wichita State on that one. The Aftershocks. Oh, is he playing? Oh, and jeez. Frank Camp, Marcus McDuffie, Tiki. Okay, yeah. Yep. All right. Wichita State. All right. So let's go down. Let's just hit. We'll hit all the uh, first rounds, then we'll like circle back up. So then when you go down to the next region, the Golden Eagles, Marquette versus the B1 Ballers. Um, I don't know who's in the B1 Ballers, and I really don't care. I'm just going to go with the one seed with Marquette there. Yeah, it's the defending champions, and they didn't really change much of their roster because you don't fix what's not broken. So that's an easy pick there, Golden Eagles. Then you got Team Brotherly Love, which is – this is the 8-9 Team Brotherly Love. Um, that is the Philadelphia-based team. So I think there's guys from like a different couple, a couple different Philly schools there. Um, I don't know any specific players in that team. And then they are facing um, – what was the eight again? Oh, playing for Jimmy V was the nine. And who's on that team? Oh, Corey Sanders from Rutgers and and Josh Perkins from Gonzaga is on that team. Yeah, I went with um, Team Brotherly Love. They, they're a three-year. They've been there. This is their third year competing. They've had some success. Um, their team, they, they kind of play really well together. They don't really have anybody that stands out too much. Uh, Relier Hollis Jefferson is playing. Um, that is Rondé Hollis Jefferson's brother. Rondé obviously is not. But uh, Sammy Givens from Drexel, they do have a good team, so I'm going to go with them. This is one of the games that this can go either way. As you said, Josh Perkins is a newcomer to TBT. He's a, obviously a very good player. So this is a game that I think this is pretty much a toss-up. I'm going to take Jimmy V just because those are two dudes that I watched a lot of in college. Uh, obviously, Josh Perkins gave Ohio State buckets in the tournament. Um, Corey Sanders gave Ohio State less buckets playing for Rutgers, but I like those guys. So I'll go with the Jimmy V team. Um, you can you can do the next one all on your own. Cause I don't really know anything about either of these two teams. The five seed is Autism Army, and the twelve is the SCD Hoops. Um, I don't really know who's on either of these teams. So if you want to educate all of us here, yeah, um, the Autism Army is led by Delroy James. He's a Rhode Island forward or a former Rhode Island forward, I should say. Um, he is playing, his son has autism. So that is kind of where um, their team is coming from. They're the five seed. 
So that's obviously, you know, sometimes in this, it's easy to root for just the teams in general. Um, and that's, that's one of those, that's one of those teams to me is just, you know, they're very easy to root for. They have a good roster. Uh, it's their first year playing, so they don't have any, there is no background there or anything, but um, for SCD, SCD, I'm sorry, that is the sickle cell disease team uh, that's playing out of Chicago. We actually talked about them in an earlier podcast because they do have some great players, DJ Hogue, uh, Derek Pardon, who you know from Northwestern, um, James Palmer Jr., obviously from Nebraska. Everybody, I'm about to know the next, everybody's about to know the next name I'm about to say, and LaQuinton Ross, he is playing for them. Um, this is actually a pretty easy one to pick for me. As much as I hate it, because I would love to go with Autism Army, um, SCD Hoops is very, very good and could actually make some noise as a 12 seed. I'm going with them. Oh, that's the team? Okay, that's the team that LaQuinton Ross is playing with this time. Okay, I'll go with them then. Obviously, I'm taking a very scientific approach to this. Uh, we'll go ahead and do SCD Hoops for that one as the 12 seed. Uh, the next one, um, Always Us, which is the Oregon team. And then the Peoria All-Stars, which I'm pretty sure that the Peoria All-Stars have been in TBT for a couple years. And Oregon's never had team in TBT. Um, so who is on that Oregon team? Unfortunately for Oregon, a lot of their top alumni are still in the NBA. So it's not really too many guys that are going to stand out. Um, but I'm going to go with the Oregon team. Yeah, I'll we'll have to do some research and see who's on that team because they've had some really good players go through that program. They're kind of an underrated like program on a national level. I'll also go with Oregon just on principle that I'm trusting that they have some good players. Um, let's see here. Next one. The Overlooked versus Team Heartfire. That is the Murray, that is the Murray State alumni team, by the way. Okay. You Not wanna... including John Morant for obvious reasons. And then Heartfire says they're not technically a Baylor team, um, but it looks like they do have a couple Baylor players there, neither of which I've heard of, though. Corey Jefferson. Um, the 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 star for the Overlook team is Isaiah Cannon. That name will ring a bell to a lot of people. He's an NBA guy. Um, he's the guy that's going to stand out in this tournament as one of the better players. He's just never played before, so that would be he'll be a newcomer. But also Jeff Moss. And Nate West, um, those are two guys, two very good guards. So I actually have the Overlook team. Hardfire is a team that has played in the tournament before, but they have lost some players to other teams, um, which has hurt them. Okay. Um, all right. Yeah, I'll go with them. I trust you. I'll go with the Overlook team, um, the Overlooked. And then the next one is Bayheim's Army versus that Forces of Soul. Um, yes. That's- yes. We will go with Bayheim's Army. They are a three seed. They were seeded before they added DJ Kennedy. And they added one other guy. Um, yeah, Who's the other guy they added? Uh, they added um, DeAndre Kane from Overseas Elite. Chalk. Chalk them through. They are the best team in the tournament. Always a Brave is a Bradley team. And then formerly Tubby Time, which was a bunch of Tubby Smith's former players. Um, Tubby Time just dropped out of the tournament today. So they have not filled the spot yet. We don't know who Always a Brave is playing. Um are there any guys on Always a Brave that you can point at and be like, oh, that's a really good player so that I can just pick them and feel good about it? Yeah, Always a Brave, I believe, I could be wrong here, but I believe they played Carmen's Crew back when they were Scarlet and something. When they were, I think they were just Scarlet, Scarlet and Gray, yeah. I believe they played Always a Brave in one of the uh, 
in one of the years. Um, they have a little bit of a new new team this year. I'm trying to um, just real quick. There was there is one player that stands out. I'm just it, it's escaping me who it is. Um, like you said, it's a Bradley alumni team. Um, so most people probably don't know too much about Bradley, but they're a team that will force away to the playoffs a little bit. Uh, Patrick O'Brien is this, he was a NBA lottery pick. Um, that is who stands out to me as like that guy that you can to kind of hang your hat on. I'm going to leave that. I'm going to leave that blank for a second. I think what I'm going to do, which maybe this is cheating. Um, I'm going to use the phone a friend option here and I'm going to, I'm going to send a message to our good friend, Joey Lane and ask if he has a scoop on who might be replacing tubby time. And then I'm going to go back to it later, which is totally cheating, but I'll return to this. If we can get any inside information from Joey about who might be replacing tubby time. Well, and also Um, I mentioned this kind of before we went on air. Um, I don't think it's going to matter because the next game is house of pain against Jackson, Tennessee underdogs, Jackson, Tennessee underdogs are a great story every year. They always seem to have a good team. I'm taking House of Pain there, and I'm taking House of Pain in the next round. So I don't think whoever takes uh, Tubby Time's spot will make it too long anyway. That's very true. Um, and all, Jackson, Tennessee, they used to have Jalen Barford. Um, they used to have Jalen Barford, now he's with the Arkansas team. So I don't know who's on that Jackson team, but that was like their whole team. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's why they only got the 15 seed was because they lost Barford. House of Pain is a two seed, as everyone knows, last year. The seedings were weird, and they played Ohio, the Carmen's Creed team in the first round clearly was a bad matchup for a first, the number one overall seed because that team was loaded and they beat Carmen's crew. Now they're a two seed and they added Brandon Paul, who is going to be one of the better overall players in the tournament. So um, definitely, definitely hustle pain. All right. We just, we just sent Joey Lane a message and we'll see if he's got any inside scoop just for that game. But I, you are right. Regardless of who's playing always a brave, they're going to lose the next game. So we've got our whole left side first round done. Now let's go on up to the right side. Carmen's Crew versus Mid-American Unity. I know you're excited for this because you're a big Mac guy. I am not as excited about this because I think the Carmen's Crew will win this pretty easy. I'm just going to chalk Carmen's Crew for the first one. I do think Carmen's Crew will win, but this team is made up of former kind of Mac all-stars, mainly Toledo and Kent State. Um, Kent State, Jimmy Hall is playing. He's a three-time Mac first-team guy. Booman Antonio Williams is playing. Uh, he's a former Kent State guard. Luke Luke Napke, who was a star Toledo, is playing. And everybody will know uh, J.D. Witherspoon, who was an Ohio State guard turned Toledo guard. He's playing. So it's a very, very good team for a 16 seed. Definitely the best 16 seed in the bracket. And again, another just kind of an odd draw for a one seed to draw a, a 16 seed that good. Yeah, and then and that, that'll be a fun game. I mean, they played in Columbus when it was at Capitol. I remember that was fun because you do have some Akron guys and stuff, but Carmen's crew, I think, is going to be too good for that one. Um, the second one is going to be another really fun game. The 8-9 is Men of Mackey versus Volunteers. Volunteers is Tennessee alumni, and Men of Mackey is a Purdue alumni. Um, I would have to look and see who is playing on the Tennessee team because it's escaping me, but I know that Purdue has A.J. Hammonds, uh, Isaac Haas, Robbie Hummel all playing and they're all over six nine. They're gonna be really hard to beat. Um so I'm gonna take the Purdue team for that one instead of full Big Ten matchup in round two. Yeah, I take Menomaki as well. Uh that's just a big that's the biggest team in TBT history. So that will play to their advantage. The five twelve is the money team, which is Floyd Mayweather's team that he like 
he's not playing, but he I think he pays for them to play. And then the region, which I don't know much about the region off the top of my head. Do you know anything about them? Um, the region is, again, they're another, I'm pretty sure, I'm almost positive they are a, um, a new TBT team. Um, I do not know much about them. Uh, I know they're playing the money team, and I know that I like the money team's roster, so I'm going with money team. It's like I don't know who they are. I know they're going to lose, though. Yeah, I agree. I don't. I'm not seeing much info on them. And if Floyd Mayweather's paying for it, I can't see them losing the first game. So we'll go the money team, and then Team Hines versus Brown and White. What are you feeling there at the four thirteen? Yeah, Team Hines has been around for a while. Um, Justin Burrell. From St. John's, John Jenkins from Vanderbilt, uh, Nick Calathis from Florida. They kind of, you know, if you've been following TBT, Will Claiborne, you know these names. Um, and then obviously Kyle Hines, who the team is named after. Uh, this is a team, they're 4-2 and two in the TBT total. They, Like I said, they've been around a while. Uh, I have them winning this one over Brown and White. Brown and White, I don't know much about. I appreciate that's the St. Bonaventure team. Um, but Yeah, it is St. Bonaventure. I'll go with Team Hines, too. My reason is I, I can't stand St. Bonaventure. I think they're the most annoying fan base in college basketball. Um, I went to a couple – I went to the first four in Dayton a few times, and one year uh, St. Bonaventure was there. And if you think that like a Long Island accent is annoying, you should hear an upstate New York accent. So for all of our sanity, I hope that Brown and White does not advance through the first round. Yeah, this is more of an experience pick for me. Just Team Hines, been there, done that. I'm big enough. Oh, it's an experience pick for me and next experience. I don't want to experience their fan base again in person. So hopefully they drop out. Um, the 611 is Blue Collar U, which is Buffalo. And the Nerd Team, I would have to search the Nerd Team, but I can already tell you I'm excited about the Buffalo Team. Yeah, I couldn't care less who's on the Nerd Team. Uh, Blue Collar U is going to win this game. They are a fantastic team. This is almost the exact team that made the March Madness run back in 2018 with C.J. Massenburg, Nick Perkins, um, Jeremy Harris. These guys are just absolute shooters, hoopers. All of them are great overseas stars right now. Um, this team beat DeAndre Ayton, led Arizona in the tournament. I don't see any reason why the nerd team is going to be any different. Okay. Um, I also love the Buffalo team. I think that is a that might end up being like a sleeper team for me, going deep possibly, so I'll take them. And just as a little update, we got a prompt response from our good friend Joey Lane who just said, Unfortunately, he's not allowed to share who is replacing Tubby Time. So it sounds like he knows, but he said it's not 100% yet, so he can't tell us. But he said, honestly, not super relevant. Would not worry about them making a run. So with that said, I'll go back and I'll take the Bradley team that I didn't fill out earlier. Uh, thank you to Joey Lane for getting back to us within 10 minutes. That's a, that's great customer service right there. Friend of the pod, Joey Lane. Friend of the pod, Joey Lane. Um you can take it away with the zip them up and oh you team because this is uh, this is like your bread and butter zip them up is my guys this is my team this is the team we we wrote an article a couple about a month ago about teams that stand out to us zip them up is the team that i chose um trayvon blewett is their leader he's an absolute one of the just the most fun college players i've ever seen and uh had had a small run in the nba um including uh jp mccurr who's probably going to be one of the best shooters in the tournament when this is said and done, uh, they just added Sean O'Mara and Sterling Gibbs. Those guys were both great Xavier players. Um, this is this is a really, really good team. Uh, it's unfortunate that the, the round of 32 game is going to be zip them up at Blue Collar U. Uh, 
Uh, if anybody from the TBT listens to this, that's bad seeding because those are two very, very good teams that have to play each other. Um, so, unfortunately, they're going to have to play each other, but zip them up. I have them beating the Ohio team for sure. I, I trust you. I will go with the Xavier team. Also, J.P. Makura, J.P. Sleeves, uh, he's fun to watch. So, hopefully, he gets to play a few games here. Um, the next one is uh, the 10 10- – who is it? The the 7 So Wolfblood, which is NC State, is the seven. Category five is Miami alumni team. Um, all I know is that Wolfblood has Cat Barber. Yep. Who was super fun to watch in college. So I will take the NC State team. That's exactly what I was gonna say. I saw Cat Barber and I pinned him down. Uh, and then Red Scare versus BC um Vahakni City. I have no idea who's on the 15 team, the 15 seed. Uh, Red Scare is very good, so I'll, I'll I'll chalk that too. Yeah, Red Scare is very good. Um, we might have made a mistake though on the seven because looking at Wolfblood's roster, Cat Barber is not listed, so he might have actually had to drop out. Uh, I'm still going with Wolfblood; it's a good team, but uh, Cat Barber is not playing, so unfortunately. Did they drop him? Um, are there any other guys? There another. Uh, I think Trevor Lacey sounds familiar. I think I might have seen him play too, but there's there's nobody on that Miami team that I'm really familiar with. Um. So, yeah, I'll stick with NC State and Dayton to finish out that corner. Three out of four. Three out of four done. Um, well, Sideline cancer, the last corner, which we were talking about, we think this is the easiest region. Um, Joey kind of told us to ease up on that. I don't care. I think it's the easiest region. I think the sideline cancer is the easiest walk to, like, the final four if they don't choke. So I will go sideline cancer at least in the first game. Yes, as well. Easy money. Uh Eight nine primetime players and Fort Wayne champs. Um, tell us about the primetime players if you know anything. Yeah, primetime players. Um, this is their seventh year in the TBT. So again, kind of like the Team Hines team, they're very easy to root for just in terms of they've been there. Um, they Christian Keeling is probably the most recognizable name just because he just played North Carolina. So if you follow college basketball, you'll know who Christian Keeling is. Um, Trevor Booker, who played for Clemson, that name might stand out to people. Trey McCollum, played for DePaul, that name could stand out to you. Uh, a good team. I wouldn't say a great team, but a good team. I, I do have them winning their first game, but uh, I don't think they will have much of a much of a chance against Highline Cancer, unfortunately. I agree. Um, I'll go with primetime players, too. The one after that is one of my favorite teams from last year that didn't end up doing shit, and that is War Ready. They were an Auburn team. Um, I know that they have Bryce Brown, who was a stud on Auburn's Final Four team a few years ago. Um, I know they have Daniel Purifoy from that same Final Four team, and I feel like they've added one more player that I'm forgetting. Um, I like those players, and I'm going to pick Auburn. I don't even know anybody on the other team, and I'm not even going to look. Uh, the player you might be forgetting is Javon McCormick. He just played for Auburn. That might be why. I just graduated, but um, he also is playing. So, yeah, I have the Auburn team winning as well. The the Bucketeers is the other one? Bucketeers, something like that? What's the Bucketeers. The Bucketeers. They are East Tennessee State. Yeah, I don't care. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, Bucketeers. I just, I just don't care. Uh Armored Athlete and HBCU United. Um, I think the Armored Athlete used to be pretty good in TBT, but I don't remember who plays for them. Let's take a look. 
Armored Athlete uh, is probably led. They were, they were a good team. They're, if they had to say they're probably led by anybody, probably James Woodard. Uh, he's from Tulsa. They've kind of gone through. Oh, and Jamario Jones, who played for New Mexico State, he he had a he had a sniff in the NBA. Um, this team has lost some though. They're still a very good team. I still have them winning, but I think this could be a really good game in the four thirteen. Yeah, we actually now I'm, I'm remembering this because we talked about um, for, for the HBCU team. They have the MEAC's all time leading scorer who went to Howard. His name's Charles Williams. Um, give give me an all time leading scorer in a, in any college basketball conference, and I'll go with them for the upset. So I'm going to take the thirteen, um, the HBCU team for that, and then. Team 23 is um, as original as it gets. They are the sixth seed in this corner versus the Georgia Kings. I, honest to God, don't know anything about either of these teams. So the interesting part about Team 23 is their roster doesn't stand out too much. It's a decent roster. Uh, Dakari Tucker is playing. He's from Utah. Daniel Chefu from Villanova. He played for the Wizards. Eric Griffin played for the Mavericks for a little bit. But their coach is Mr. Mark Hughes who, if you've been following the TBT, was the overseas elite head coach for their four championships. So I'm going to take them. It's hard to go against a coach like that. And it looks like they have Tim Quarterman, who used to play at LSU too. I think he was pretty good. I think he played when we were a little bit younger. I'll go with them. We'll take Team 23 in that spot. Um, and then below them is Heard That, the Marshall team, and Team DRC, which I don't know who was on Team DRC. But I know the Marshall team was pretty damn good last year. Um, so I will probably take the Marshall team. But if you want to tell people about today's news with Team DRC. Yeah, Team DRC just added DRC. Um, D- um, Dominique Richards Cromarty, who is, as you know, everybody will know that name if you just follow um, football, was 11-year NBA pl- or NFL player. Um, he is playing for his team now this year. Uh, he had, they, he's had a team a couple years, but he's never um, actually been the been on the team. So um, he'll be interesting to watch. Uh, the herd that is a very very good team, though. Uh, they've added even some pieces into this year's team, so I'm I'm going with herd that. Yeah, I mean, just because they they added an NFL player, I mean, he could be good at basketball, but I mean, heard that was like really good last summer, so that probably won't be close. I think the herd that wins that one, and then the next one is. Bleed Virginia, which I don't know who's on that team either. And then D2 is the um, – that is a game that I probably will not watch. It is a team full of Division Two guys versus Bleed Virginia is the 10 seed is a team full of VCU. guys from different – it's all, is it all VCU? Uh, it's mostly VCU. There's a couple Radford, a couple – it's kind of just Virginia teams that aren't Virginia. I was just going to say, it looks like they're a Virginia team, but none of them actually played for Virginia – um, I'll take the Virginia team, I guess. I don't think I'm going to watch this game. What, 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 are you, what are you thinking? I took the uh, uh, Bleed Virginia. Um, Ed Polite Jr. is a name that I know. Uh, Bailey Steele is a name that I know. Amir Jackson. So they do have some good players, but um, I don't think it's going to matter come, uh, come their next game against Best Virginia, who I have winning. Okay. And then who's on the Best Virginia team? Which, which West Virginia guys are playing on Best Virginia this year? So that will be um, guys like Jawan Stanton, Nathan Adrian, Sagaba Kanote, um, Alex Roth. These guys, Paige Flowers, it's kind of pretty much West Virginia guys who aren't currently in the NBA from the past seven years-ish. Nathan Adrian is a little bit older. 
um, Nathan Adrian was there kind of like during the William Buford era at Ohio State. So, yeah, that name's familiar. But another name that's familiar um, is Fletcher McGee, who is the stud who's going to lead who's going to lead Woco Showtime to the fifteen two upset. So lock that in for me. Yes, that's how I'm going to win. That's how I'm going to win the thirty thousand dollars right there. Um, I still have Best Virginia winning, yes, but that is also that'll make it interesting. At least. <laughs> this would be, I think, that'd be a really fun game. Um, I'll probably be wrong, but I really would love to see Fletcher McGee just pop off for like forty points in a TBT game. So I'm gonna go with the Wofford team. We'll go Showtime the fifteen. Yeah, Fletcher um, McGee could be this year's Jimmer Fredette, a guy that just averages about forty five points a game. God, I hope so. Um, so we're we are at about thirty five minutes. We gotta. We're going to try to speed this up a little bit. We're back up to the top left. We're doing our second round. Uh, top left, Eberline Drive, Stillwater Stars. Um, Eberline Drive is still very good. I'm going to go ahead and chalk them into the next round. Same. Um, Florida TNT. Um, Florida, I, have, I have Florida TNT versus Mental Toughness um, because I went with them over the LA Cheaters. Um, you can pick that one first because I have to think about this. I went with Florida TNT. I like their roster. And then Mental Toughness has Marcus Towns, the, the NCAA tournament hero. Um, I rode with them here. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with them again. So I'm going to go with uh, Mental Toughness, the 13, to get to the next one. Uh, team Arkansas with Jalen Barford and then Team Challenge ALS. What are you thinking there? Uh, this was a tough one for me. I had Team Arkansas penciled down, and then I remember Jerome Randall was playing, and I took Challenge ALS. Hmm. I think I agree. Them adding Jerome Randall and Dentman is, is, is a lot. So I'll go with them as well to go into the, the Sweet 16. And then the next one, it's the Aftershocks versus whoever you take in the 710. I'm taking the Aftershocks. Same. And then you go down to the next one. Uh, bottom left, Golden Eagles, the one seed playing. Uh, I have playing for Jimmy V. You have Team Brotherly Love. I don't think it matters. I think the Marquette team wins regardless. I do as well. Yeah, like I said, it probably doesn't matter who wins that game because Golden Eagles move on. And then next one is the S. So I have SCD hoops with LaQuinton Ross. I think I don't remember if you took them or not, but playing the Oregon team, that's a tough one. I have SCD hoops winning this one to face the Golden Eagles. Oh man, we'll we'll ride with LaQuinton Ross. We'll go with SCD hoops there too. SCD hoops. They are they are my if you need if you need a team to take in the double digits that's my team I'll put that on paper. Oh man, don't do that to me. You're gonna make me take LaQuinton Ross all the way to the final. I'm also um, always wrong, so you don't have to listen to me. But yeah, I know that's how brackets work. Though I feel like it's like us people that watch so much basketball, then we do our brackets, and it's like your little sister wins it. <laughs> it's kind of dumb. Uh, the next one, I had the overlooked and Beheim's Army, Beheim's Army. I'm not not even thinking about it. It's not a question. Beheim's army, and then next one, another we talked about. about, uh, Bradley versus question mark. I mean, we have Bradley versus House of Pain. House of Pain Pain is an absolute thunder stick of a team, so I'm going to go with them again. Absolutely. Uh, Top right. Here's the game. Oh man, you can you can talk first because I I don't want to let people down. So I have Carmen's crew winning this game, but they are going to struggle because Metamaki is so big. Uh, Joey Lane brought up a good point, though, of everything Purdue does on the offensive side with their with their height. They're going to have to try to match on defense. 
Uh, I do think Ohio State will just simply outshoot them and win the game. I say Ohio State Carmen's crew. Um, adding Costa Kufis was huge after losing. If they would have lost Caleb Wesson and not added anybody else, um, I would have said probably Menemaki, but since they added Costa Kufis, I'll, I'll go with Carmen's crew here. It, it hurts. It hurts deep down. I'm going to take Purdue. I'm taking Menemaki because I agree that, yes, like, for example, A.J. Hammond is going to have to probably chase Evan Raven all around a little bit. But at the same time, they do have this neutralizer on their team, and his name is Robbie Hummel. God damn it. And he's 6'9", so he's quick, and he could guard any of Ohio State's bigs. Or, I'm sorry, Carmen's Cruz bigs, if he needed to. I think that Menem Mackey's going to win that game. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do it, and I feel bad about it. Um, then we have Team Hines and the Money Team. I went with experience again, Team Hines. I agree. I think the difference could be that they actually have Kyle Hines playing this year for the first time in a while. Mm -hmm. Um, And he's pretty good. So we'll go ahead and do team Hines that as well. And then down here, this is going to be, this is going to tear you up just like the Purdue one tore me up. You have blue collar, you Buffalo and you have zip them up Xavier and you have to pick one of those two and you have to kill the other. Yeah. I sat over top this for a a solid 25 minutes trying to think about it. I went with zip them up. It's very difficult. Blue collar, you can very, very, very easily win this game. But I went with zip them up just because I can't pick a team to be my sleeper team and then have them lose in the second round. So kind of put myself in that I'm going to go with blue collar you because I think that they might be a sleeper team to go all the way. Um, But having Trayvon Blewett and J.P. Makura, that's a really good team too. That's going to be fun. That's a must watch. Yeah, that is an absolute must watch. Wolfblood and Red Scare, we kind of had to find an excuse to pick a team in that last matchup, and Red Scare is really good. Um, so I'm taking the Dayton team without thinking too hard about it. Yeah, Devin Oliver, Red Scare has him, Wolfblood doesn't. Red Scare wins. Whoops. Okay, so now we're bottom right. Sideline Cancer, primetime players. Sideline Cancer. Sideline Cancer. That's the end of that discussion. Uh, the, and then this next one, I had War Ready versus the HBC United. I'm going to go with War Ready. I'm not sure what your matchup there is. I haven't played Armor Athlete, but I don't think it's going to matter because I have War Ready moving on. Okay. War Ready. It's an Auburn team. Then we have next one where I'm lost. What's the next game? Team 23 against Heard That. For me, at least, I believe it's for you as well. I have Heard That moving on. I agree. Yeah, I found my place here. Heard that. Um, that's the Marshall team. Marshall. And then bottom right, um, for me, I have Bleed Virginia and Woco Showtime. Uh, give me Fletcher McGee again. I'm going to put the 15 up. I have Best Virginia moving on. That's going to be one of those games that's gonna, just going to hurt me every single round if I get it wrong, which I probably will. Um, go back up top left. Now, now it gets really hard. Uh, Eberline Drive. And for me, it's team mental toughness. For you, I think it's Florida TNT. Who are you taking? Everlene Drive. I'm also going with them. Switch to the red pen here. Everlene Drive. And then for me in this one now, and below that, I have in the in the Sweet 16, I have Team Challenge ALS and the Aftershocks. That is going to be a tough one. Yep, I went with I'm I'm staying consistent. Jerome Randall, Team Challenge ALS. Oh man, 
Um, yeah, I think them adding Randall and Dentman, that's a really good duo. So I'm also going to go ALS into the Elite Eight. Uh, down below there, it is, I think we have the same one here, Golden Eagles and SCD Hoops. I'm going to stay with the Marquette team. Yes, this is where my dream team does fall. I have Golden Eagles moving on. And then below that, left side, so the final spot in the Elite Eight on the left side, Bayheim's Army, House of Pain, game of like game of the year potential for this like mm-hmm. everybody's got to stop and watch i'm gonna go with house of pain over payheim's army for the upset i would have won with house of pain before two weeks ago and then since they had deandre kane and dj kennedy i'm going with payheim's army now we're having fun top right you have i think carmen's crew and team Hines. i think you have team Hines. i have men of mackie and team Hines. Um, I can't stick my neck out for Purdue to beat Ohio State and then not have them win another game, so I'm going to go men of Mackey there. Yeah, I think this will be an easier game for Carmen's crew. They match up better with Team Hines and men of Mackey, so I have them moving on. And then you had – I think you had Zip'em – oh, you have Zip'em Up Dayton here. So you you talk about who you have there. You have to kill one of these two teams. Yeah, this one actually isn't as hard for me as the other one. I think this game will be Zip'em Up. I think they'll beat Red Scare. Um, just again, I think this is a really, really, really well-balanced team. I think they're made for a tournament like this. So zip them up. I'm going with the Buffalo boys because I actually had them beating zip them up and I had them beating Dayton too. So I'll put them in the elite eight in the bottom, right? Sideline cancer and war ready. Sideline that could cancer. be a fun game they're, Those are both two very good teams. Um, I think that they're pretty evenly matched, but I will go with sideline cancer again. Sideline cancer. A, l- a little more, a little more pause this time than I thought. And the last one, heard that Woco Showtime. Um, oof, who do you have there? I have them. Well, playing you don't have Woco Showtime. You yeah. have somebody else. I have them playing Best Virginia, but I have heard that winning and moving on. I agree. Um, I, I think that the the miracle run ends here for Fletcher McGee. I'm going to go with uh, the Marshall team. Heard that there. So we have. I have my Elite Eight. I have Everline Drive, Team Challenge ALS, uh, the Golden Eagles, House of Pain, Metamaki, uh, the Buffalo Team, Sideline Cancer, and Heard That. And who are your eight that you have left? My eight that I have left, I have Everline Drive playing uh, Team Challenge ALS, then the Golden Eagles playing Bayhams Army, then I have Carmen's Crew playing Zip Em Up, and then I have Sideline Cancer playing Heard That. You want to take it away with the Elite Eight? Yeah, I'll just run through mine real quick. Um, just do that. You could just get it all out of the way because if we start going back and forth now, it might get a little confusing. So I have Everling Drive beating Challenge ALS to go to the Final Four. Um, I have Bayheim's Army beating Golden Eagle. That is an upset for me. I do have Bayheim's Army. I'm kind of putting my stock in them. Um, and then I have Carmen's Crew beating Zip Em Up. I think that'll be an awesome game that can go either way. But I actually think I'm actually pulling a specific prediction. I think William Buford goes off in that game, has about 30 points, and they win. And then sideline cancer against her that I'm just, I've been saying sideline cancer the entire time. Just one word answers. That's all I need. Sideline cancer. In the final four, Everling Drive, Bayham's Army. I have Bayham's Army. I think um, this is a fantastic team. Carmen's crew against sideline cancer. Again, this is a game to go either way. I think it's going to depend on how Aaron Kraft can stifle Marcus Keene, but we've always put our stock in Kraft, and I'm going to do it again. Carmen's crew moves on. Then in the championship, Bayham's Army against Carmen's crew. Ice is completely a homer pick i pick carmen's crew but uh, if i really had to pick from my heart i would say Beheim's army probably wins that game but i'm picking carmen's crew because 
Go Bucks. So you're taking Carmen's crew over Beheim's army for the championship game? I am. Okay. With, with my heart, not my head. <laughs> I am going to take Team Challenge ALS to beat Everland Drive up in the top left. I'm going to take House of Pain to beat the Golden Eagles in the bottom in the bottom left. Top right, I'm going to keep going with the Metamaki and take the, what are they, an eight seed? Take the Purdue Metamaki into the final four. And then I'm going to take my second favorite team, who are very close to my heart, Sideline Cancer, to the final four as well. Go ahead and I'll take House of Pain to win. They would match up with Challenge ALS, right? Or they would play the winner of Challenge ALS, Everline on that side. Yes. So then you'd have House of Pain in the championship against Sideline Cancer, one versus two. And I love Sideline Cancer. I don't think they're as good as House of Pain. So I'm going to take those assholes from Illinois and Mike Dom to win the whole thing. So we both went with the Big Ten team. Here we go. So you're going with Buckeyes. I'm going with the not-quite-Big Ten champ, Illinois, fighting Illini. There you go. There's your bracket. It's perfect. She's here and she's perfect. That's all we've got today. Uh, this is really just a bonus episode because, you know, we'll be back next week as well. Um, you know, as your kind and benevolent basketball podcasters, we thought you'd all enjoy a little bit, you know, a little TBT cheat sheet before it all comes off. Yeah. And if you're finding us on the website, don't forget to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and music. Langer and Holy Land is rolling out a few new podcasts this year, and we'll be posting new, new podcast episodes five days a week at least. Uh, make sure you keep an eye on that. Also, you can go back to last week where we interviewed Joey Lane. We talked all things TBT. So if you're interested in TBT, you go back and listen to that if you have not. Um, this is, like I said, a, like uh, Connor said, it's a two-week bi-weekly podcast right now. But as we get closer to the actual season, it will be a weekly podcast. You can follow us on Twitter at LaneGrant33 or visit us on the web at LaneGrantHoyland.com. If you want to follow me on Twitter, I'm just at Lamonds underscore Connor. Justin, where can the people uh, DM you hate mail? At Justin underscore Golba. All right, folks. That's all we have. Thank you so much for listening. Um, we will check back with you next week. And as always, go Bucks.